All right, all right, all right. Welcome to another edition of the NBA Anonymous podcast, everyone. We're coming to you once again live from the NBA Anonymous Slayer in downtown Los Angeles. Los Angeles, which is on fire right now, but no, we didn't start the fire. No, it was always burning since the world's been turning. Isn't that right, ATM? The Andersons got tickets to the game? <laughs> How'd they get tickets? Excellent, excellent reference, ATM. That commercial has been <laughs> that commercial has been on for what like ten years. I mean, how cheap is the NBA that they can't make another commercial for their ticket exchange thing? We've been banging the table for a new commercial for the last two to three years, and they Mr. So- Mr. Adam Silver, can you please do something? Can you step up and do something? Get your butt on Madison Avenue and hire you, a new ad agency. You guys, can, you guys can afford it. Come on, make another commercial. Um, anyway, let's move on from uh, Billy Joel and uh, NBA commercials, and let's talk about. Some NBA teams. Some trades happened today. One trade, actually, uh, of note. The Julio Okafor trade. Let's just jump into it with that one, ATM. What do you think about that? Brooklyn got Julio Okafor, Nick Stauskas, who was another lottery pick, and a 2019 second rounder for Trevor Booker. Uh, I mean, the Okafor thing has been a long time coming, right? I mean, they, Yeah, he played 25 minutes all season. He's, he's terrible. He sucks. Yeah, they've been trying to get him out of there for a long, long time. They finally did. I like the Booker move. He should help that team. A uh, good veteran player come in and immediately make an impact on the team. So, and they're going to be a playoff team. So I like that move for them. Uh-huh. I don't know about trading the pick away. You know what's cool is that there's a whole argument about who the Lakers should take Julio Okafor, D'Angelo Russell, and now they're going to be on the same team. Now they they're have gonna both. Be on, yeah. gonna, except on, on the Nets. That's Nets. a good point. I didn't even realize that. Yeah, so Kenny Atkinson's going to be running that squad. We'll see what he can put together. <laughs> I think this one might benefit both squads. I think it might be a good... Uh, yeah, I mean, Julie Logafer was just not doing anything. I don't think he was bad for the locker room, but he was, just wasn't doing shit on that team. And they don't, they don't need him. So Trevor Booker is going to be like a cool like veteran type. Maybe he'll whip some of those guys into shape. But let's uh, let's move on, and let's talk about another Philly player, Markel Fultz, who apparently is close to return. And Colangelo recently... Uh, spoke the, on him. The GM of the Sixers. Yes, right? Jerry, right? Or is it the other one? I think it's Brian. Brian. Yes, I'm sorry, Brian. Brian Colangelo. And he said, <clears throat> and I quote, the soreness is completely gone. The muscle imbalance is completely gone. We anticipate that the end is near. End quote. So ATM, a little spin zone that I'm trying to get going. We uh-huh. anticipate that the end is near. Terrible, terrible quote. Terrible soundbite. For a rookie that's coming off of, off an injury, you can't say that. You can't get that in writing. Like the end of his career. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's in writing. It's all over Twitter. "Quote: We anticipate that the end is near." Someone's gonna pick that up. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a meme, and it's gonna be a self fulfilling prophecy. That's what I think is gonna happen. Unfortunately, with Markel Fultz's career, I don't want to say it, but I don't know. That's what it feels like to me, bud. So hot take: Markel Fultz's career over? Yeah, it's done. It's done. All right. Before it even started. All right. And let's go to let's go on to another career that might be uh, not getting off to the greatest start. Your boy Lonzo Ball thoughts on his recent play? Although he did have a good game today against Philadelphia, I wouldn't agree with that statement. I think his career is off to a great start. Just oh really? Not shooting wise. ATM. Oh Just really? Not shooting wise. Okay. Yeah. Well, really, it's the NBA. I mean, the first thing that you should be good at is shooting. Okay, but there are other things that you should be good at, and he's great at all of them. He's. I wouldn't say great. I would say he's. Competent. I would say great for a rookie. For yeah, great for a rookie, but not great for an NBA player. But he's, he's an at NBA passing, player. He's great for an NBA player. Okay, at passing he is. 
He's at, okay, let's look at the numbers. He's averaging 8.7, 7, and 7. Okay, those are great numbers. Okay, he's shooting 30%. I know, it's terrible. But he's, he's shooting 25% from 3. And he, I mean, <clears throat> he understands that. He's not taking many shots. So it's not like he's uh, taking 15 shots a game and shooting 30%. That's not the case. How many shots a game is he taking? Yeah, well, I mean, he's still averaging 30% field goal percentage. So That can be fixed. I, t I mean... It's not. It's not a surprise here that he's not shooting well. You know what, Levar Ball fucked up by not fixing his jump shot when he was eight years old. He should have been like, "Listen, idiot, shoot it from the front of your face, not the left side." And maybe if he did that, maybe the everyone says, "Oh, Levar Ball is a great father." Maybe if he fixed his kid's jump shot, then Lonzo would have a better shot of staying in the league longer than I don't know. Okay, how long. that's a good take. Blame it on Levar. I yeah, like it that. is Levar. It's Levar's fault. That guy doesn't do shit, and he takes credit for all the good stuff. But what about that jump shot? He's He's seen that jump shot his whole life. I mean, LeVar Ball probably developed that jump shot with him. I mean, he shot 50% from three in college. So yeah, but it looks like shit. I mean, you could tell it's a bad jump shot. It's not a good jump shot. Well, the college balls are different too, so... Oh, you want to talk about college balls? Pun, pun intended. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, not sure if that was a pun, but let's uh, let's keep going, ATM. Um, the Celtics. Best team in the NBA, question mark? No. Okay, <laughs> that was quick. <clears throat> the Dubs, are they the best team in the NBA team? Although they have a worse record than the Celtics. Yes. They are. The Celtics aren't even the best team in their own conference. Really? Really. Well, I mean, yeah, the Cavs. But. The Cavs are on a 13-game winning streak. I don't know if you've noticed. They also have a player by the name of LeBron James. Uh-huh. Heard of him? No, I haven't. He's pretty good at basketball. Okay, but is he like Raymond Felton good? <laughs> I don't know about that. I mean, that guy's the first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah, I think, and by the way, uh, whoever's listening, I, we have established, ATMI, uh, we're just discussing this, and I think we've established that we are the premier Raymond Felton podcast in the world. I don't think anyone has talked this much about Raymond yeah, Felton, yes. including his family, his friends, anyone, probably anyone he knows. His, his parole officer. His, his PO, his coaches. <laughs> Anyone. We are the leading experts on we are anything leading. and everything Raymond Felton. Yeah, so that's a cool thing. I mean, I, I mean, we're not the best. We're not the best sports podcast. We're probably not even the best NBA podcast out there, ATM. But we and we need the to best. accept these facts. But we are, you know, we we carved out a little niche for ourselves. We're the best Raymond Felton podcast. Right. That's you can't argue that. I will. I can argue. I, I will have that argument with anyone. I mean, you know what? If you guys have any other Raymond Felton podcasts, DM them to me. I'll check them out. There's no competition. We're the number, we're the I mean, number one. I mean, literally, there's no competition. Yeah, if there was a category in iTunes, we'd be number one, for sure. And the only one. Yeah, for and, sure. and the last one. We'd be number one and the last one. Um, but let's, uh, let's, move, let's move on to talk about some other teams. Um, <clears throat> as you said, the Warriors, you think, are the best team. However, the Celtics have only four losses, and the Warriors are playing kind of rowdy, Basketball lately, everyone's getting ejected. KD's getting ejected. Technicals left and right. Let's wait till the end of the season to count the losses. Uh, I think the Celtics have been playing a little bit over their heads so far, but they're a good team. But let's not forget they're playing in the East while the Warriors are playing in the West. The Warriors have come out flat this season, sort of uh, trying to cruise through the regular season to get through the playoffs. Uh, guys getting thrown out of games. Uh, you know, a little more careless on defense. So, Steph Curry goes down, right? Yeah. Kevin Durant has to start the game. Oh, uh, Draymond Green is out too. Kevin Durant starts the game with 
Clay Thompson by his side. Uh-huh. Jordan Bell. Yeah, Quinn Cook. Zaza Pachulia and Quinn Cook, who got called up from the G League the yeah. day of. Uh-huh. Goes out for 30-point triple-double, and they kill the other team. Uh-huh. This show, just shows the type of versatility this team has. You know, Durant's playing point guard on one side of the ball. You know, guarding big guys on the other side of the ball. It's just, it's ridiculous. I mean, they got they had Steph and Draymond out, and they killed the other team. He had a triple-double. It's just crazy. They're so good. It's not even close. Yeah, that's, you know, that those are some good points. Um, and I, I agree with that. You know, I, I just wanted to have a team that I can argue that's possibly better than the Warriors, but... You, you it's should just have so, said the Rockets. It's hard, it's hard. If you wanted to do that. <laughs> even, I mean, even the Rockets, even the Rockets, but... But even I think even the Rockets don't have a chance against the Warriors. It's it's not, it, they're they're like on another level. It's not even. Do you think the Rockets are better close. than the Cavs or the Celtics? Yeah, I think the Rockets are better than both of those teams. I think the Western Conference teams are, for the last you know ten fifteen years, even before that, usually the balance of power shifts every ten years. But the Western Conference has been good for so long that Western Conference basketball has has established itself as like almost a different type of basketball than than. Than the Eastern Conference, like Except AFC for, North football. Yeah, like, no, basketball. Maybe? Exactly, but the thing is that the East, everyone besides LeBron. I mean, what is there in the East? Seriously, who's good? No one is good. If LeBron wasn't on the East, wasn't in the Eastern Conference, LeBron's never played in the Western Conference. But if LeBron wasn't in the Eastern Conference, that that would be like a, a huge issue. Like they would actually the the NBA would look completely different. But there would be a a huge shift, like a huge right. balance shift that that wouldn't make sense i mean there has to be superstars on on uh both sides of of uh of the coast so. yeah his main competitors have been who john wall kyle lowry and DeRozan, uh, yeah brad and, beal and i mean just and, kind of subpar guys i mean all stars but nothing and yeah and, and the best players that were in the east are are people that he's actually played with i mean Dwayne wade he of course his his buddy that he played with uh in miami won the titles and now on the Cavs, and Kyrie. Who we played with in in, uh, in Cleveland, and and now that Kyrie's gone, it's you know it's posing a little threat to him, and it's kind of cool. I I like seeing that. So he's playing really good though. LeBron might win MVP this year. Well, he started off uh, playing tons of minutes in the beginning of the season last year too, and then towards the end he started uh, cruising a little bit, taking some games off. Kind of uh, gave the Celtics the one seed last year, uh-huh. handed it to him. Didn't really. They want did that it. on purpose, though, because they wanted to. They One don't seed play. don't really matter. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want to play Chicago. He don't want to play his boy D Wade. I don't know if it was that. And remember, the Celtics almost lost to Chicago. They went, they went to Game Seven, and Rondo got hurt, and that was the first round. Well, I know he's not going to keep logging this many minutes for eighty-two games, so he's going to ease it off at some point. And uh, the MVP case, uh, we'll see. We'll see how many games he plays. But Kevin Durant is in there, mm-hmm. certainly. And if Steph misses extended time, then that will help Kevin Durant's case, in my opinion. Of course. Um, and let's let's uh, let's use that as a transition to another injured player, Blake Griffin, who's going to be out for a little while for the, uh, for the Clippers because of dumbass Austin Rivers, who dove into his knee on a play that that didn't require him to dive on the ground. By the way, he just dove like an idiot and and hurt their superstar player. Are you saying something right now? That Austin Rivers sabotaged the Clippers' career by purposely jumping into Blake's knee. Yes, I am saying on that. On his daddy's team. Yes, there's a lot going on there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's a hot take. That's you great. like that that's sizzling. You like that shit, ATM? Sizzling. You like that shit, baby. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, so that's my take. And you know what? Now that the Lakers won, they have a better record than the Clippers. The Lakers are 9-15 and 15 as of today, um, Thursday, November 7th. December. December 7th. <laughs> Thursday, December 7th, the Lakers are better than the Clippers, 9-15. and 15. The Clippers are 8-15. and 15. We have the 9 seed, I think, or the 10 seed. We have a top 10 defense. Uh-huh. I mean, forget that for a second. The Clippers are a debacle, my friend. A complete debacle. Mm-hmm. I mean, Elaborate on that. They were hard to watch with Blake Griffin on the floor. I don't know who's going to watch that team with Blake Griffin off the floor for extended time. The way they play is disgusting. It's very choppy. It's not like fluid and fun. It's not like the Warriors or those fun teams. Even Philly is really fun to watch. The Clippers play like really like kind of like bullies kind of. It's got to be a Doc Rivers thing, right? He's yeah. Just, he has that attitude. He's a douche. He's he's coaching uh now in the NBA, like it's the like it's his 08 uh, Celtics teams, like uh, rough, rugged, and raw. It's not like that anymore. You gotta take some threes, dog. I mean, Doc's probably gotta go for that. They gotta do a complete rebuild. You think uh, DeAndre's uh, gotta take? Uh, DeAndre should have went to Dallas. He's an idiot for not just keeping keeping that contract. I mean, that was a done deal. He should just stay there. People are talking about DeAndre to Cleveland. That's. I mean, yeah, that makes sense for Cleveland if they want to match up with the Warriors. The Warriors are so good that they're changing the NBA. Like, teams are scrambling. And the NBA is its crazy now. I mean, it's like the Wild West. It's Bedlam out there, ATM. <laughs> I mean, it's scrambled. I mean, this offseason, right? Everybody was uh, out there making desperate moves. Yeah, so the Clippers are fucked, but the Lakers are in a <clears throat> good position now. Brandon Ingram had 21 points tonight. Breaking out slowly in he front of our had eyes. A, yeah, he had a game winner. First game winner. It's a big step. It's uh, good. I mean, in I, terms of his confidence, he had a slow start to the season. I think he was only averaging fourteen points a game through the first couple of weeks, or maybe even less than that. But now he's up to like sixteen, seventeen points a game. Kyle Kuzma might still be the Lakers' top scorer, seventeen points a game, six point five rebounds at a fifty percent clip. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> at a fifty percent clip, brother. Now he's a beast, Kuzma. If Ben Simmons wasn't around. Kuzma could make a real case for Rookie of the Year, although your boy Donovan Mitchell out of Louisville is beasting it. He had 41 the other night. He's looking pretty good. Mitchell looks good. He looks really good. He's very assertive, very aggressive. He's going at guys as a rookie. He's just going at them, torching them, taking threes. He looks good. Uh But uh, Kuzma, I feel like we haven't even scratched the surface yet. This guy's averaging, what, 16 points? 16.8. And he's doing it in the... Uh, may I say pedestrian manner? It's it feels like he hasn't even it's tried easy. hard. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah he he doesn't sweat. Have you noticed that? He never sweats. Right. Yeah. It's, it's I mean, crazy. He's, he's, he can really shoot. He's gonna and, and he can rebound. Double yeah. double comes easy too. He's got a smooth game. Double Real doubles smooth. off the bench. <clears throat> Reminds me of a young uh, and it's, I'm gonna let me throw you back a little bit. A young Jamal Wilkes. <laughs> you like that ATM? Okay, you been, on, you been on YouTube lately? On the, on the no, app? man, I just, you know, <clears throat> I just put two and two together. Jamal Silk Wilkes videos on yeah, YouTube? Yeah, dude. I mean, my depth of Lakers knowledge and uh, my my uh, recent Kyle Kuzma watching. It's layers to that <laughs> shit. Yeah, <clears throat> it is layers to that shit, ATM. Thank you. Um, and uh, you know what? Maybe we should maybe talk about the Knicks, too, who are 12 and 12. They're at 500. Not bad. Not bad for Not the Knicks. Not bad for the Knicks. Chris Porzingis is a beast. I mean, he's averaging like 26 and 7 and 2 blocks. Like He's putting up huge numbers. He's leading the league in blocks. Yeah. Game, I believe. What do you think? You think 
when LeBron retires, what's going to happen? Who's going to be the best player in the East? Giannis. Giannis, yes. Is, is it going to be his league? No. No, it's going to be... Uh... I don't think he can... I still don't think he, he can dominate quite the way LeBron did in his prime. It still does now if because he wants to. he can't to. shoot? He can't shoot as well, and he, he just... His game isn't as LeBron refined yet. LeBron couldn't shoot back then either. His though. game isn't as refined, but he's going to get there. Well, when LeBron was his age, he couldn't really shoot either. Everyone used to say uh, LeBron can't shoot. Once he uh, loses his athleticism, he's not going to be good anymore. I mean, it's been like 10 years since then. He's still the most athletic guy in the league. But yeah. that's besides the point. He's, he can shoot now too. So, yeah. I mean, if you add to your game year in and year out, you're going to be fine. So Giannis looks like a guy that's a hard worker. Uh-huh. That he's not going to slack off. He's going to be working in the offseason, so... Uh huh. And and OKC right now is in a is in a free fall. Not really, but they suck compared to their personnel. Yeah. Well, I mean, not re- they don't really have a bench, but the, yeah, uh, yeah. But you know what? The Raymond Felton factor is not exactly working out for them. Why do you think that is? Well, because he sucks. I mean, <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about? He's currently, and by the way, we looked this up. He's currently ranking twelfth. 12th in the whole league for assist to turnover percent, uh, ratio. That is. So what do you think about that? That is Asia? so shocking. That is quite shocking, right? Yeah. That's, I, mean, I mean, not really. He doesn't turn over that much, and he averages 2.2 assists. Well, for you it might not be, but for most people, <laughs> uh-huh. for most NBA fans, that is shocking that Ray Felton is top 15 in any sort of category. I just want you to admit that Ray Besides, Felton, Ray Felton is not is not what's wrong with uh, Thunder. I'm just very surprised he's top 15 in any category besides calories per minute. <laughs> CPMC is top stat. Oh, uh, dude. You know what? When it, when it's all said and done, you're going to regret all the bad things you said about Ray Felton. He's going to come back and haunt me? Yeah. He might hear all of, all of these are online. He could hear any of these. The omnipresent Ray Felton. Yeah, exactly. You never know what's going to happen. Anyway. Now I'm terrified. Yeah, good. You should be. Anyway, why don't we move on to our most favoritist segment the deposit with atm nah, nah, nah you know what? fuck that fuck that fuck that fuck that no deposit no deposit what i'm closing the segment fuck that. are you serious yeah the, the, you know the this sport- is breaking news guys atm is closing the deposit I've found uh, better places to allocate my capital okay. at, this, at this moment. So I find sports betting to not be the best place to allocate capital. Would you say moment. that it's pedestrian? Have you heard of Bitcoin? <laughs> have you heard of this thing, Bitcoin? I have heard of this thing, Bitcoin. That is ATM. my deposit of the week, of the year maybe, of the century. I don't know which one it's going to be, but that's the deposit. BTC is your deposit, huh? BTC. Okay. Bitcoin. So you're bullish on BTC. Extremely bullish. Why is that? Well, um... Seems to be going up at an amazing rate hourly. Uh, usually, when uh, I sports bet, it goes uh, down one hundred percent. Whatever, whatever, <laughs> whatever, one, whatever I put, it goes down by one hundred percent at uh-huh. the end of the game. Uh-huh. And this thing goes up one hundred percent on a weekly basis. So yeah, I think this is a better deposit. That makes a lot of sense to me logically, ATM. Although I hate to see your degenerate ways fading, but you know what? I think a long run, it's going to be good for you. Long run, I mean, once I get some more gains off the Bitcoin. Uh-huh. And, and Although it is Thursday, we're not at Sunday yet, and I know I know how you get on Sundays. How do I get? You get antsy. You on Saturday. You're gonna be checking the lines, 
And then on Sunday morning, you're going to be at the lair, 9.30 a.m. before the game starts. Logging have, in. Yeah, like four or five windows open. Sweating. Yeah, <laughs> sweating. In the you're, morning. Shows up. ATM shows up on Sunday mornings to the NBA Anonymous lair, 9.30 a.m. in a full sweat. Full suit also. <laughs> full suit, sweating, sweating through the suit, two or three phones. Checking the lines. I've been awake for like six, seven hours at that point, <laughs> running through the numbers, charts. That sounds about right, ATM. Writing on glass with markers. Okay, so your deposit is BT is Bitcoin. Bitcoin BTC. is a deposit. Yeah. Okay, you know what? I've heard that uh, Bitcoin might hit a hundred thousand. It's just it's gonna keep going up. So, th- so it's a good deposit. You like the deposit. You approve I mean, the deposit. You yeah. never approve the deposit. I have. You always question the deposit in a I, snarky manner. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to agree with you on everything. That's boring. But you know what? I heard that Bitcoin is kind of like the new thing. It's kind of like the Ray Felton of cryptocurrency. <laughs> it's just gonna keep increasing in value and wait. until it is until wait. it eventually it hits zero. <laughs> yeah, it's a market weighted uh, thing. It, it it increases in weight daily. Yeah. <laughs> it gets heavier. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, gains mass. So. Um, yeah, so I think that uh, about uh, wraps it up for us. What's that? that? Oh, that thing I wrote on the bottom. Ray Felton metric stats. But we're going to say that one, although I do want to mention one, one other thing. Go USC. Go Trojans. Am I right, ATM? Well, they missed the playoffs, but... Yeah, but we had an outside shot of beating them. We, we had an outside shot of beating them, though. Dabo's going to take it down. And we did beat UCLA quite handedly. Dabo's going to take her down. Really? Yeah, I mean, it's Dabo. We'll take her down. You think, you think Dabo's going to win the whole thing? Yeah, he's, he's going to take her down. He's not going to win the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got, yeah, we're going to play Ohio in the, in the Ohio State in the Cotton Bowl. The, and, uh, and we're going to beat them. The Losers Bowl? No, no, the Cotton Bowl. We're going <laughs> to... We're going to play Ohio State. Who, who's the best loser? It's like the third most important game. It's not like this. <laughs> that sounds losery already. The third most important game. Okay, whatever, ATM. What is that, like sixth from the bottom? Okay, you know what? We're going to wrap this up. Listeners, go buy some Bitcoin. Hit me up at nba.anonymous00 at gmail.com. Tell us how, that, how your Bitcoin is doing. And um, if you have any Raymond Felton-related stuff you want to email me or send me, of course, always accepting that. Once again, thank you for listening. We'll be back soon with another edition of the NBA Anonymous podcast. BTC to the moon! <laughs> <laughs>